Lord Tundrin Jesus, bye. Lord Tundrin Jesus, she said, bye. Yeah, that's right. You are on the Lord Tundrin Jesus Harland Highway podcast. Welcome aboard, sailors, seamen, and fish faces. Um, hey, what a show we have today. Uh, we're going to be talking about garage doors. Okay, let's just start right there. Uh, incredible. Um, I'm going to talk about showers. In fact, um, yeah, it's going to get soggy in here. So just to be ready for that. Uh, We're going to get into long-winded storytellers. Are you one of those people that just rambles on and on? We're going to pull that apart. We're going to get into the art of artistry, the purity of being an artist. We're going to touch on that today. Um, I've got a helpful tip for you today, one of my famous helpful tips to help you get through life. And um, we are going to talk about, uh, well, okay, let me just say it. Another one of my sexcapades, a very graphic, in detail, incredible sexual event that happened between me and a beautiful stranger. I'll leave it right there. You don't want to miss it. Oh, getting excited, but why not? I'm here on the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harlan Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harlan, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. This is Harlan Williams, and you're on the Harland Highway. And I'm sorry, folks. I'm I'm running a bit late today. You're just gonna have to bear with me. I didn't have time to uh, have a shower here, so I'm just uh, I'm gonna do it here in the office. We have a little thing set up, a little shower head. Uh, so I'm just gonna disrobe here, take the pants off, and off with the shirt. <sighs> Step into the shower here. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, we're getting ready. The show's about to begin. I just want to be nice and clean. Ooh, yeah, there we go. Ooh, oh, yeah, and I like to sing in the shower. So if you don't mind for a second here, um, I hope it's not a little echoey, but uh, I got to sing. We are the champions, my friend. Oh, damn, I dropped the soap. And we'll keep on fighting till the end. Oh, we are the champions. We Ow, I got shampoo in my eyes. Ow, God, I hate that. Are the champions. No, we'll be right back, folks. I'm just getting ready to do start the show nice and clean here on the Harland Highway. Hey, who's that? Get get out of here, Rosa Louisa. I'm taking a shower. Yeah, I know you're my cleaning lady. You don't come in here. You're the janitor. I'm nude. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm nude. Hello. Hello. 
Harlan Williams. Okay, you know what? Screw it. Screw it. Since we started off the show kind of provocatively like that, you know, yeah, you can go, Rosa Louisa. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, me just getting out of the show. I'm just putting my clothes back on when we talk here. Just don't mind me. Um, I got to tell you about an encounter. It wasn't with Rosa Louisa, but uh, this I usually don't get into my sexual exploits. It's really nobody's business, and it's kind of personal, and it's probably braggadocious because what you're about to hear is pretty damn hot. Okay, most of you are going to wish, wow, I wish I was Holland, and I could do that. So check it out. This is extremely sexy, extremely naughty, and just, it was bizarre. Let me set up the scenario. I'm in New York uh, doing some business stuff, okay? I'm at a fancy hotel, a really nice hotel right downtown in Manhattan, and uh, I was getting out of the shower, okay? I'm drying off. I walk into the bedroom and the maid's there making the bed. I guess she didn't realize that I was in there. And normally, you know, maids in hotels are a little frumpy and weird, but this was kind of a hip, high-end hotel, and I guess part of their shtick was they had gorgeous maids, right? So here I am. This this maid catches me off guard. She looks up. She's pretty much like a fashion model, okay? Beautiful, wearing the little black maid outfit. I kind of got startled. I dropped my towel, okay? I'm standing there completely exposed. I'm expecting her to run out of the room screaming. But no. Instead, she saunters around the bed walks over to me, reaches down, and starts... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, this is Harlan Williams asking for your vote to become the next president of the United States of America. Hi, folks. I'm Harlan Williams a Canadian with American citizenship, and I'm looking to be the first Canadian president of the United States of America. If elected president, I vow to restart the Vietnam War immediately. All Dairy Queen employees will be required to work topless, and bacon sandwiches will be required eating at all the nation's schools. I'm Harlan Williams, and I approve this message. Harlan Williams for president. Let's go boil some ass. Now, back to our show. Zips me up, puts a mint on my pillow, and walks out the door. Looks back and says, in the most provocative voice you've ever heard, I hope you enjoy your stay with us, Mr. Williams. It's been our pleasure to serve you. Click out. Can you believe that story? Like, that's the stuff you only hear in, like, dirty magazines. And maybe I shouldn't have shared it with you. I don't know. Maybe it's just stupid. Maybe it's... uh, But I I just couldn't believe it. It's every guy's fantasy. Maybe every girl's fantasy. So there it is. I hope you enjoyed it. It's I gotta try not to do that, but uh, 
There you go. Well, I was witness to it. I'm sure you've witnessed it, too. I'm not kidding. The other day, I was driving. Traffic got backed up, and some lady was pulling out of her condo. And because there was a line of traffic on her street, she had to sit in the garage entrance. Well, she was there for about a minute, and we're just all sitting there waiting for something to happen, waiting for traffic to move. And all of a sudden, like the jaws of a great white shark, like being swallowed up by that whale in Pinocchio, her electric garage door just came crunching down right on the hood of her BMW. Now, I know it's mean to laugh, but it looks funny, man. It reminded me of that movie, The Transformers, with these giant robots. I just pictured one of them picking up a beamer and starting to eat it like a submarine sandwich. Delicious, tasty airbags. And this lady, God bless her, probably not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree, instead of just patiently getting out of her car and walking over to the button on the wall and pressing open, <laughs> she decided to slam it in reverse and back out of the jaws of the monster, unaware that the garage door wasn't going anywhere. So now, not only did she have a garage door chomping down on her front end, but when she slammed it in reverse, she pretty much ripped the crap out of the hood of her car. Yeah, she just dented it and stripped it. <laughs> and then she, like, disappeared into the dark hollows of her underground garage. It really did look like that giant whale from Pinocchio swallowing up a beamer with a, <laughs> an irate woman behind the wheel. <laughs> Listen to me laughing. Oh, why do we always laugh at tragedy? Oh, well. Just watch your cars, people. Stay away from the world's largest animals. Garage door openings. <laughs> oh, man, it was funny. What kind of relationship do you have with your garage door? They can be, they can be tricky characters. They can be uh, temperamental. They can have attitude. They can, they've got personality, man. It's an interesting uh, piece of hardware that we have to uh, deal with in our lives, isn't it? I mean, at what point in your life, you know, at any part of your day or your year or your existence, do you traditionally walk up to a 19-foot by, you know, 14-foot slab of metal, grab it in your hands and lift it up and pull it? At what point in your day are you uh, are you kind of uh, confronted with manipulating a giant slab of sheet metal that's like, you know, the width of a, 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 a trailer? It's such an odd piece of, uh, of, 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 of our existence that we kind of take for granted that we have to deal with. And uh, they're kind of clunky, unless you have an electric garage door opener, right? They're, they're kind of, they're on these little metal tracks and rollers, and 
you know, they're kind of interesting when you lift them up. Initially, it's kind of hard to pull them open, and then you get them up to about the three-quarter mark, and that's kind of easy. But then there's that kind of area right in the middle of it where it gets heavy again, and then it kind of gets easy again, and then right at the top, the last push, it's like hard again on your back. (laughs) Very odd uh, apparatus that is uh, in our lives. And then, you know, sometimes they get jammed for no reason. You've been opening and closing your garage door for 25 years, and all of a sudden, hey, wait a minute, you're pulling at it, and you're like, what the hell? What? Why is it stuck? And then you got to, like, find a sweet spot. I remember when I was growing up, we had a garage door, and on any given day it would just be stuck. And what I somehow learned, I don't know how, there was one side, you had to go over to the like the left or the right corner, bend down, stick your hand under the lip of the garage door, and pull it from there. But again, it was random. It was whenever the garage door decided it wanted to be a little bastard. Right? And then you ever get into that situation with the electric garage door? Where all of a sudden the uh, the electric opener decides it's got a stutter, and it like comes halfway down and then kind of goes back up and then comes three quarters of the way down and goes back up, or it comes all the way down and it won't go up and you're pressing the thing and you're like, uh, excuse me, uh, car inside locked wall, um, hello garage door, and <laughs> you can't get into your own garage. And the garage is like, yes, my child, I possess your car. What are you going to do about it now? In fact, I'm holding all kinds of your possessions behind my big, broad wall, my retractable mouth. I hold many of your possessions in my belly. It's just they're kind of creepy. Maybe they should do a horror movie just called Garages. And garages come to to life at night and just consume big chunks of society. Let's get the downtown area. That mall looks delicious. I don't know. Is anybody scared but me? What an idiot I am. Uh, Maybe I'll go eat a garage for lunch. How about that? little payback, huh? We created you garages. We can destroy you. I'm going to go have a, a garage on rye with mayo and tomato. Not if I eat you first, my child. And then I remember scaling the Himalayan mountains and coming into a tribe of savage Indians. It was just a fabulous journey. I mean, you can't believe the excitement and the adventure I had. You ever, you ever out at dinner or you're at a dinner party and there's a great storyteller at the table and he kind of dominates the conversation. Everyone's fixated on this guy waiting on every word. And then we came across the abominable snowman standing there in a snowdrift. I actually had to take off one of my skis and throw it like a javelin straight through its heart. 
And everyone's like, ooh, ah. Yes, I actually severed its head with my bare hands and have it hanging over my fireplace. <laughs> ooh, uh. But then the stories keep going and going. And just when he finishes one or she finishes one, another one starts. One time I was jumping from a parachute from a British warplane when suddenly I received some eminent fire from down on the ground. Okay, I just want to get through my salad here. Can we... Can, I, I wanted to say hi to my other friends. And blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, there's other people at the table here. Blah, 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 blah. And this story leads into my next story. Blah, 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 blah. And then you just give up, man. And you just sit there and you eat as fast as you can. Blah, 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 Oh, look at the time. I've got to go. But wait, I haven't finished my story. Nope, got to go. Sorry. But you just got here an hour ago. Yeah, I got to go. What about dessert? No, no thanks. And everyone at the table's kind of feeling the same thing. And the master storyteller's the only guy in the room that doesn't realize... He's long-winded. So just a little bit of etiquette here, people. Hey, everyone loves a great story. And singular, a great story. Okay? We don't need a million of them. We don't need you to take over the table. So I hope you enjoyed my little story here today. What? You want to hear another one? What? No? Wait, wait, where are you going? What? Hey, come back. Come back. I got another story. Wait. Okay, here really is a story. And, uh, you know, let me know if you agree or disagree with this, okay? Uh, I was watching a video the other day. I'll be honest, I watched uh, the uh, American Idol finale, okay? And here's Beyonce, and they're like, and here it is, debuting worldwide for the first time, the Beyonce video, her new single, and some ridiculous video comes on where she's like standing in a war zone and she's singing about how women rule and she you know a the lyrics were ridiculous the song really had no meaning or merit it was just i i hated it okay she's a good-looking woman but the whole video was about her friggin choreographed dance moves you know, it, it cut from her, like, staring down the camera with these intimidating eyes, like, I'm going to rip your heart out with my sexiness look, which, by the way, is overblown. As I said in a, in a thing the other day about Lady Gaga, the least sexy thing about a sexy woman is a woman that tries too hard to be sexy. So anyways, this is more about the dancing and the choreography, and, and you could barely even pay attention to the music or the, the lyrics or the singing because Beyonce is so busy doing these pelvic thrusts and whipping her head sideways and twirling her hair and, you know, making her arms go in directions and contorting her spine and her ribs and, you know, shaking her booty, which, by the way, I'm sorry... She's got a fat ass and fat legs. Not a fan. You can dress up a chubby as much as you want, but a chubby's a chubby. I'm sorry. Her and Rihanna and uh, Alicia Keys, from the waist down, 
Someone called Jenny Craig. We got us a uh, couple of whales on the beach, man. I'm sorry. I just I ain't I ain't gonna sit around and stand for the them. You know, letting that go is sexy. You're uh, you've been dipping into the cookie jar on the ice cream, baby. That ain't sexy to me. But anyways, back to my point, all this phony dancing and choreography and, and it, it, it was just so overwhelming and so dominated the song and looked so unnatural and so telegraphed and, and you could almost picture like some fruity choreographer off to the side like giving her hand signals. Okay, bend and twist and up and twirl and shake. and And it was just like, Get the hell out of here, man. You know, you're a singer. Sing to me. Let me hear you sing. Let me let me hear your talent shine. I don't want to watch like the America's next hot dancer. And then they cut away from the video and then all of a sudden they're back live in the studio. And all of a sudden they they got that uh, chick from the Pussycat Girls, I guess has gone solo now. And she comes out, and she's doing a uh, thing live, and she's a hot-looking girl, and her whole song is buried by her doing these sexual, gyrating, choreographed moves where she's in high heels, trying to walk down steps. She looks awkward, and it's just none of it is coming. And here's where I'm getting to my point. Would you please hurry up with your long-winded story? My God, man, when do I get to talk again? Shut up. Up yours. Anyways, I'm doing exactly what I did in the last bit. I'm getting long-winded. But anyways, my point is that none of these these people these days, you know, these artists, these singers have any of their own natural moves. None of it is an expression of who they are. It's all planned out. It's mapped out. It's blueprinted. They spend hours rehearsing. Do you know how boring it is, how repetitive it is? Do you know how much they all look like the same act? Now, why don't you go back to the day before all that fake cosmetic bullshit existed And go on to YouTube, okay? If you want to have a little fun, go on YouTube and watch Jim Morrison. Watch Jim Morrison from the doors in his his black leather pants, jumping up and down and just following the vibe of his own creative energy. Just jumping in the air and flopping on the ground and rolling on the stage, okay? Or uh, why don't you go watch some old videos of The Who, Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey's swinging his microphone in the air. Pete Townsend's like doing that windmill thing with his guitar. Keith Moon is smashing his drum set. Guys are smashing their guitars on the ground. You know, go look at guys like Joe Cocker, who when they sing, even though I don't like the guys singing... He he looks like he's taken the biggest dump in the history of humanity, but his face is straining, his fingers are curled up, and he's his body's kind of going back and forth. Look at Ray Charles behind the piano, feeling the music. Go watch Led Zeppelin and just watch uh, the lead singer of Zeppelin doing his thing, you know? 
And yeah, some of their stuff is a little bit choreographed, but not to the extent that you see it today. A lot of it felt a lot more natural, a lot more real. And and whether it was choreographed or not, it's stuff that they discovered within themselves. You know, Angus Young, the guitarist on, uh, you know, on ACDC, when that guy does that that strut across the stage, do you think uh, some choreographer, you know, walked up to him and said, look, Angus, I think it would be really great if you just, like, stomped across the whole stage on one foot and just, you know, or, uh, you know, uh, the Johnny B. Good guy. I'm blanking on his name, which is disgusting. The guy who did, go, Johnny, go, go. And he did that famous thing where he kind of scoots across the stage, kind of hopping on and skipping on one leg. How about James Brown? Ow! I feel good. Ow! Go watch him, man. Go watch James Brown on YouTube. Watch that guy move. Go watch Prince. Go watch Prince dance around. Yeah, I, I, I doubt that that's all choreographed, man. That guy just... It comes from them. You feel it. it it's organic. I don't know, but the, the stuff they got now, it's just, like, pathetic. It just kills the whole creative vibe, the whole mood, the whole... It, it, it make, makes me feel like I'm watching a bunch of phonies. And that what they're, they're selling isn't music or their voice or their singing. It's all image and bullshit and wind machines in their hair and makeup and a goofy hat. And then in one scene, they're blonde. In the next scene, they're brunette. In one scene, they're in high heels. The next scene, they're rolling around with a leopard. It's like, come on. Just show us who you are. And I don't want to sound like one of those dated, like, oh, that that guy was born, you know, in the uh, in the seventies, and he's just stuck back in classic rock mode. And no, it's not that. It really isn't. It it's it's really I I like the purity of art. I like seeing, I like seeing what comes from an individual, what their vision is. I don't like seeing artists that are. Uh, manipulated by a whole bunch of other artists. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't want Marlon Brando acting and I don't want people walking up to him and going, act like this. Right? Or I don't want Prince performing and I don't want uh, s- some guy from a boardroom or a choreographer going, all right, sing like this and dance like this. No, I want to see what comes out of out of Prince. That's what makes artists special they have something they possess something that no other individual on the planet possesses that's what attracts me to that artist that's what i want to see so beyonce i'm sorry great energy great uh you know you're actually a good dancer but it couldn't be more boring and uh more unappealing to me than that than what you're doing sorry now, you could disagree with that, but I can't hear you because this is a podcast and I'm in the studio alone. So go ahead and disagree. <laughs> and I'll slam a garage door on top of you is what I'll do. My garage will eat you. Yes, my child. <laughs> so anyways, there I go ranting and, and raving. But come on. 
If you're an artist out there, you know, try and stand by your own vision. You know, if you're an emerging artist or you're an existing artist, you know, stand by your artistic soul. Feel it coming, percolating from your heart. Don't let people move you around like a dirty chess piece when it comes to your art. Art comes from the soul, man. Uh, yes, Pablo Picasso, please. Yes, uh, Pablo, uh, would you not do that brush stroke, please? I'd rather you did, yes. Please do your brush stroke straight across, down, and then do a funny circle. Yes, but that is not the, what I was feeling. I was feeling a crooked eye with a horse's head and a, uh, a piece of carpet. Yes, but nobody wants that, Pablo. Please, just do the line, go up and down, make some stripes, and do an X mark. Okay, I guess. Thank you, Pablo Picasso. You're a wonderful artist. I don't know where you come up with this stuff. Well, you came up with it, not me. Oh, just magnificent. It's like you're from another planet. But wait a minute. You told me what to do. Uh, Just people will love this. But doesn't it look just like that guy over there, Salvador Dali's stuff that you told him to do? Yes, but he's Spanish, and I'm Spanish too. Well, okay, but you're both Spanish, so maybe you paint the same. Oh, I never thought of it that way. You see? I hope you get my point. (laughs) I'm going to stop ranting right now. I'm going to go downstairs and let my garage door eat me. Ugh. That sounded very sexual, my child. Oh, grow up. Up yours. Hey, this is Harland Williams with another wonderful tip for you here on the Harland Highway. Are you worried about getting older and aging? You don't have the money in your pocket to spend on Botox or oil of Olay. Here's a solution. Open your freezer Jump inside and let the door swing shut. Stand there frozen, motionless, until someone finds you weeks, months later. You'll be able to freeze out time for a limited amount of time. When you step out and defrost, you'll look all the younger. And you'll smell like frozen shrimp, a double treat. You're going to look young, you're going to feel young. And you'll probably get attacked by seals. Just another friendly tip here on the Harland Highway. Oh boy, yeah, really dumb idea, Harland. But then again, isn't this whole podcast a dumb idea? Um, <laughs> good move, Harland. Call yourself dumb at the end of your own podcast. Uh, anyways, you're not dumb. I appreciate you being here and listening. Um, and uh, what a what a fun show we had today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to tell your friends about the Harland Highway. Get them in on the mirth and the merriment. Um, you know, this show is for all. It's not just yours. It's for all. Um, and uh, speaking of for all, you can catch yours truly this weekend, June 9th. 10 and 11 in Las Vegas, Nevada at the uh, Palms Casino. I will be doing stand-up live and in person. I think they go hand in hand. 
And then if you're up in the Bay Area in uh, California, I will be at the San Jose Improv June 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Uh, great club up there. It actually used to be an old opera house, so it's got uh, two two levels and uh, cushy seats, and it's just a great, great venue. Um, you can also get the Harland Highway at Stitcher.com for your cell phone device, and don't forget to visit HarlandWilliams.com where you can watch videos, and you can uh, hit the uh, Harland uh, web store there and pick up merchandise, all kinds of stuff to uh, add pleasure to your life. Uh, but once again, thanks for being here, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, as always, until next time, I just hiccuped. And I think that's because I'm about to mention my favorite dish. Until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs> Yes, I am a garage. I am a garage door. I love your dance moves. I want to eat you. I am a big bad garage door and I love to eat dance movers. <laughs>